Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a new episode of My Hero Academia Manga Chapters Review. Today, I'm going to review Chapter 285. I'm sorry if I'm a bit late on it. It's just that it's been a hectic day. I mean, not just today. Yesterday was. Tomorrow's going to be a hectic one. Day after that. It's just going to be a few miserable days for me. But... Let's move on. I'm sure that you'll understand. Now, before I get into it, you may remember that there were some supposed leaks of My Hero Academia that they were so weird. They proposed that, yes, there's something that happens here that is altogether twisted. That Kachan almost dies. He's like, yeah, that's my hero name, Miss Kachan. Oh, I can't tell best genius. Oh, I'm dying. Then Deku is like, Kachan smash. And what a load of bull. It's, it always, it, it really seemed bullshit. And Kachan as a name for a hero? Get the hell out of there. I mean, it could probably be ground zero. But Kachan? I mean, if Horikoshi actually chooses to go with that for real, I'm going to hit his ass. I'm going to actually get a ticket to Japan just to kick him. In the ass. <laughs> Anyways, like right in the ass. You know how I'm talking like it goes there and moves around. I'm kidding. But uh, <laughs> let's move on. The chapter begins with Doctor telling Deku that he can't use his arms like this more than two or three times at least because then he lose the um, use of them forever. That is a pretty sad image, we all remember. That's, that's what I actually tried to say, saying that he probably will lose the arm. But now, you know, he's having flashbacks. And it would have been cool if we had seen a flashback to Heroes Rising where he used it there as well. Unfortunately, we don't get to see that. However, then we see Deku hitting Shigaraki at 100% again and again. And again, the Shigaraki just says, wow, that was a that was a blitz of free blows. And then Deku goes Detroit smash, Wyoming smash, St. Louis smash, Texas smash. He just does every smash in the book. He looks like he's actually in 100% completely. He's angry as hell. And Shigaraki is just like, okay, give me your power already. I need it. And he just keeps hitting him again and again. And Shigaraki is like, holy shit, if he keeps hitting me like this... I can't regenerate. And Deku knows this. I mean, Shigaraki knows that he's not going to be able to regenerate as fast as Deku's hitting him. But the problem here is that Deku can't keep this up either. At one point, one of them is going to give up. And it's not going to be Shigaraki because even if he does give up, then Deku just falls and he loses the arm. And Shigaraki just regenerates and is like, yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> That's so far. I'm going to kick your ass now. <laughs> And it, it, you know, just everyone knows this. I mean, Bakuga knows this and he's looking at them like, holy crap, what are you doing, Deku? You're going to lose. This is a battle of attrition. And it's just crazy how things go. Then Bakuga gets angry and says, okay, Todoroki, get your dad cooled. We're going to need to use his power. Otherwise, he's going to die. Deku's going to die. So Deku actually knows at this point that he's going to lose the arm, regardless of how many punches he throws. I mean, he's already used it way too many times by this moment. I mean, it's just way too many. 
at this point, uh, Lockwalk, what was his name? I forgot. Rocklock? Rocklock, yeah. He's just surprised at how the kids are managing the situation. He's just afraid. He's, he's being cowardly. And then, you know, Bakuga gets them higher and higher. And then, as they're doing it, um, basically, um, then we see Bakugo remember something All Might told him, which was basically, you know, uh, All Might saying that I'm actually quoting from the actual manga I'm reading right now. I don't want to speculate and talk about things I'm not sure of because he's the one who basically created one for all, right? Isn't it? Is it all? Isn't it? He's also got multiple quirks that makes you the same as him. And they're not wrong. I mean, yeah, he created it. And this is a stacking quirk. It gets quirks more and more and more. So yeah, whoever wields one for all gets multiple quirks. That much has been proven at this point. However, we never knew some of the other ones and how different they could make it. I mean, at this point, it seems that you know, one for all was nothing when it began. I mean, it was just a simple quirk. And I think until user 4... Maybe this quirk didn't really have any usable power that you would think to yourself that, yeah, this is worth using. And you know, the more it got, the more powerful it became. But not anyone could actually tap into that multiple quirk power. Deku probably is the only one who could. Maybe number four could do it as well. He seems to be of significance for some reason. Anywho, uh, Bakugo calls it some kind of... Cursed power, he remembers Deku, and when he bullied him, their childhood, when the when Deku said that he's going to name himself Deku and become a better hero, and then we see a shot of Midoriya right now as he's fighting, and he looks just battered up, just too much. I mean, at this point, I'm super worried about him. I mean, I thought that he would actually die. And yes, there were many people who kept saying that, no, your time travel theory is stupid. Guys, at this point, every anime and manga have, has had it, even the most sensible ones. And it's not out of the reach to think that this one will have it too. Seriously. But anyways, we see him very angry, giving it his all, being consumed by One For All. He keeps pulling and pushing Shigaraki with Black Whip, hitting him again and again, until Endeavor just suddenly comes, Deku sees him. And they say, get down! And he goes with, promise burn! And, okay, let me do my endeavor voice. Get down, Midoriya! Prominence burn! That's probably how it does. I forget how he said it in the anime. Anyways, he does it. And Shigaraki is burnt like all hell. I mean, he's in pain. And then suddenly, uh, we see a hand. All for one's hand. Mr... Shigaraki, the original. <laughs> I mean, you probably know at this point if you've been reading a manga that his actual family name is Shigaraki. And anyways, uh, did I say correctly, Tomura Shigaraki? And what was the name of... <laughs> I kind of forgot. What was his... Oh, Shimura was his real name. Shigaraki was the name of All for One. the family name of All for One. Anyway, he just says, Why don't you hand over your body to me, Tomura? 
and then immediately he becomes all for one. Suddenly, for some reason, somehow, he's controlling Shigaraki. And it's weird. I don't know how all for one did this, but this was something that we all guessed, didn't we? And back when Deku was being controlled by the Black Whip, when he first discovered it, we all thought that he's controlling Deku and that's his plan for a prison outbreak, all of that. But at this point, it just seems that he can actually do it, but not one for all. He can actually control all for one. So he controls him. He gets a new form. He's basically covered in black stuff. I am no. I have no idea. I mean, because of the manga being black and white, this could actually be how burnt he looks. Like, I look at it, and on second look, I can actually see that he probably has no eyes, no nose, nothing. He just looks like a burnt corpse at this point. But he's being... And he can't even talk. It's very possible that, yeah, he's been burnt to the core. And he's, this is getting gruesome at this point. So he gets out, he uses those tentacly things that he does, and attacks Endeavor. Endeavor gets hit pretty hard and gets thrown away. And then All for One says, Little brother. And for some reason now I'm thinking that, yes... One for All's original user exists within this. I mean, maybe maybe these guys don't die. Maybe whoever used One for All gets to live inside One for All. They don't die necessarily. They're just living there forever. Or their consciousness is li- at least is living there. No idea. However, he says that. And then we see Bakugo being so distraught, so worried. So he uses his power. He remembers... All of his life leading up to this point, like in other words, flashing behind him, and he says, without thinking, my body simply moved on its own. Katsuki Bakugo rising. He gets hit with those tentacles in multiple parts of his body. One of them actually, if I zoom in, I can actually see it's a little bit below his heart. He's hit pretty bad. Maybe the same way that Best Genius was hurt. It just sucks for him. I mean, I'm sure Bakugo will not die. I'm sure. But even if he does, then wow, you've got some guts, Mr. Horikoshi. Because, let's be honest, how could you kill a main character, someone who is apparently, thanks to the popularity polls, more popular than Deku himself, the, the hero? I mean... I'm not sure, I'm not convinced he's dead. But still, it was a shock to watch this scene. I mean, just seeing all those tentacly things just go through him. Uh, and it seems that there is a chapter next week. There's nothing at the end of the chapter, as I'm seeing it right now, that says there will not be another chapter. But for some reason, we see number 298 a lot of times in this simple panel. We see number 285... Did I say 80? What did I say before that? I'm sorry if I made a mistake. I'm not sure. I'm thinking that I did say something wrong. But we see the number 285 a lot in the last mile. We see it right in the right corner. Huge number 285. Right next to it. Lower uh, size in a smaller size. Chapter 285 end. Then again next to it. Chapter 285. Katsuki Bakugo Rising. For some reason, this has a significance. I'm not saying the number, but rather the chapter. Like, 
I really hope Bakugo isn't dead. I really hope so. I mean, it would suck if he actually has died. But I'm not convinced that he's dead. I mean, look at it. Look at someone like Gran Torino. Grandpa's still kicking ass. Aizawa's still kicking ass. What makes us think that Bakugo is dead? But maybe severely damaged. Critically injured. Anyways, my predictions for the next week. I'm going to say that first of all, this chapter was just amazing. It hit all the right notes. It, it just finally gave us a Bakugo that has become human. Bakugo, in my opinion, has taken a journey just like Vegeta. But with a difference that Vegeta took it a lot longer and still was his own pompous buffoon kind of guy who just believed that he's better than everyone, even though he did care for everyone, but he still believed that it was better. But the point is that Bakugo has become compassionate as well. As much as... I mean, for some reason, that they look very similar in many ways. I mean, both of them have a hard shell, but a soft inside. But at this point, it seems that Bakugo is a little bit further in this than Vegeta, simply because he did sacrifice himself for Deku. I mean, it's a different uh, you know, relationship altogether between these two, Vegeta and Goku. But still, you can see the parallels. I can actually, also people can compare them to Sasuke and Naruto. They could. Maybe. <laughs> Why not? I mean, that's kind of how Shonen Jump actually operates in their popular mangas. The rivals who become friends. Anyways, uh, such an amazing chapter. Amazing. It just blew me away. As for prediction, we're probably going to learn how All for One is actually controlling these guys. At this point, we're probably going to see uh, Gigantomachia actually... Uh, is it Gigantomachia or Gigantomachia? Makes sense both ways. Gigantomachia actually make an appearance, maybe at last, and get an answer as to how he did not pass out. And did he pass out but is controlled by someone? That is actually my theory from now on. I think that Gigantomachia's brain is actually completely shut off because he's asleep. He's like, because of that Miss Midnight thing. However... I also believe that he's being controlled by All for One. Since he is a disciple of All for One, I am super convinced that he is being controlled. How? I don't know. Maybe there's something that he learned to do or something. But if he can't control Shigaraki, I mean, that's actually through All for One. But maybe there's another way that he can control somebody else. Maybe there is a bit of All for One inside Gigantomachia. As far as we know, he might actually have multiple quirks. We don't know, but there were hints that he might as well. That he was one of the subjects. I mean, he looks way bigger than he does when he appeared to Mina and others. This is a fear I'm going to post right now to Reddit, actually. Thank you. Uh, Baku is definitely not dead. Endeavor is also hurt pretty bad because he's actually falling at this point. So he's going to be hurt really, really bad. He's not going to die, but he's going to be in critical conditions, which is going to make Shoto reconsider his relationship with his father so that he doesn't want to lose his father as well. This is a really complicated chapter. Deku, in my opinion, has already lost his arms. After this fight, once the adrenaline you know, just goes off, he's going to lose the 
control of his arm. He can't probably move it. Maybe both of his arms. In the chapter, we see him, of course, use one arm. But he's going to lose it. And it's going to suck. So, Eri-chan, please learn how to use your quirk. I beg you. I mean, it would be a terrible thing to do as a writer to suddenly just give Deku back his arms. But at this point, I think we all want him to have his arms. I mean, it just sucks that he's losing them way too soon. Lose it in another way. We still want you to be a hero, Deku. Without his arms, is he even going to be a hero or not? Anyways, thank you guys for joining. I hope you guys had a great time. Uh, I hope you have your own theories. I hope you will tell me them on Twitter. Why not? So then we can discuss what you guys think. And it was a lovely chapter. Lovely, lovely. Thank you guys for joining. I'll see you guys next time. Hopefully soon. If my workload gets a little bit easier. As you may not know, I'm actually doing two podcasts now. A Persian version for my... Friends in Iran as well. Uh, it's been a little bit hard because it just doesn't seem that they're as enthusiastic as you guys about it. And uh, it's a little bit weird. I mean, it seems like they're not into podcasts that much. But again, thank you guys for having my back all this time. I'm very grateful for any one of you that has ever followed me, subscribed to me, listened to my episodes. You have no clue how amazing it feels to see the episodes get um, traction. I mean, it's really cool. Thank you guys for being there for me and supporting me. And I hope if I ever made a mistake, being a little bit maybe insensitive or things like that, um, I hope that I can actually apologize to you guys that... You don't take it to mean that I did it on purpose or anything like that. Um, just want to say thank you. Thank you for being there with me. And on the giveaway front, unfortunately, not a single retweet. So, huh. <laughs> not even a single one. Even there was an account that basically looked like a giveaway account that they just simply did for the giveaways. They even didn't retweet. Well, anyways, uh, thank you guys for joining, and that giveaway is going to still remain open. It's still going to remain open. I mean, we still have some ways to go. So, thank you guys for joining, and I'll see you guys next time.